When you start looking at the women heroes in the Second World War, you can quickly become overwhelmed with the range of heroism that women showed. From the young women who took their nursing education overseas to the women at home who left their homes and took jobs in the factories and plants. These were all heroes. Some of the stories that appear in this book are not exactly untold. These women have been footnotes in history, and at least one of them was a model for women in James Bond books and movies. There have been articles and local coverage of their stories. The women, however, have remained in the shadows of the stories of the Second World War. In their hometowns, they may be remembered in local tales, but there are not too many people still living who have first-hand memories of the Second World War. These women fade into history even though their actions were crucial in changing the outcome of the war. These women spent much of their war experience trying to remain as far under the radar as possible. Their lives depended on their invisibility. The three stories here are of a countess, a high school girl, and a princess. These are only three of the stories of the brave women of the Second World War. The reason for choosing these women is that they are indicative of the range of women involved in the resistance to the war. They are from different countries and different walks of life. They had different skills and personalities. The one thing they had in common was uncommon bravery. Christina Skarbek. Christina's first espionage effort was in Hungary, where she was in charge of an espionage ring. The ring's mandate was to smuggle intelligence reports out of Europe to the SOE in England. They even managed to smuggle out a top-secret anti-tank rifle. The rifle had the stock and the barrel cut off to make it easier to sneak across the enemy lines. She had sold her services to the SOE with plans she devised that involved her skiing over the Tatra Mountains and into occupied Poland. It was February and minus 30 degrees Celsius when she tried this. Zoya, Kosmo Demnyanskaya. Zoya was an excellent student and was remarkable for her intense analysis of the extensive literature that she loved. In reading the reports on her life that do appear, it is not difficult to create an image of this serious young woman. She seems to have been driven by a strict sense of what is right and what is wrong. There is one story about the New Year's Eve messages that her classmates and her exchanged. It was the eve of 1939. Germany had not yet invaded Poland, but the European scene was on the break of turmoil and was felt even in Russia. Russia was under its own dreadful reign. Stalin was not an easy leader for the large and diverse country. One of her classmates sent her a note that translates this way. Zoya, don't judge people so strict. Don't take everything so close to heart. Know that most people are egotists, flatterers, are insecure, and you can't depend on them. You should leave their words without attention. Such is my New Year wish. Zoya's reaction was simple. If one thinks of people like that, then what has one to live for? Princess Noor Inuit Khan. Noor joined the Women's Auxiliary Air Force, WAAF, on November 19, 1940, and was trained as a wireless operator. She changed her name to Nora Baker, and she was eager for action. Even though she had not been completely trained in espionage, she had many features that were useful. She spoke French fluently and was a wireless operator. These were both beneficial capabilities for use in Nazi-occupied France.
Within weeks, all the other radio operators in this network were arrested by the Nazi intelligence agency. Noah refused to go back to Britain in spite of the obvious danger, even though the SOE strongly suggested that she get herself out of danger. She traveled all the time to avoid being captured and stayed as the only link from Paris to London.